You guys are listening to the Fist of Fail podcast. This is Will, Zero, and Mark, and we're hey. doing something. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, we're doing something a little different this time because, uh, in honor of one of probably one of our favorite or one of our better films of the past decade or two. Uh, well, maybe that's an exaggeration. We decided to uh, do a little bit more of a commentary style for uh, Ip Man. Ip Man. Yip Man. Yip Man. Um, so, Starring Adam Right. In honor of, uh, <laughs> in honor of um, the Ip Man Legacy movie, that, which is coming out next week here in the States, we're deciding to cover all three movies. We're, we're committed to that, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Okay. As long as you guys are available. Um, right. So this movie is kind of a pivotal role for Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen um, coming out to, um, well, not coming out, coming out, but Donnie Yen uh, becoming more like widely recognized in, in the public eye because of his role here. Right. Obviously, he's been in the game for a long time, but. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that um, I was always aware of Donnie Yen, but mm-hmm. until this movie came out, uh, I didn't. I didn't really know too much of his uh, back catalog. This definitely opened my eyes to him. I was like, oh, shit. Propelled yeah. him into the mainstream as far as oh, like, the Western audience. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. You can see him here right now just going away at this dummy thing. Um, it, it, you mentioned later on in the movie that this is kind of, uh, you know, like it's, it can be kind of hokey at times, but I think, I think it's a good way to bookend the movie, right? You start off with one and you end with one. You mean him fighting the, the wooden, the wooden thing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can, I can get to that one. Right, right. Down, but, uh. So, um, this would be, yeah, like this is, uh, directed by Wilson Yip. He's, uh, he's kind of, I would say he's probably one of my favorite action directors in the past, uh, you know, like, well, in terms of consistency, he's made, a he's, he's made, uh, Flashpoint, another Donnie Yen masterpiece, I think. I fucking love that movie. Oh, yes, definitely. That movie's well, great. I don't know if I would say I like the movie as a whole, but I do like the action scenes a lot in that movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. I'll give you that. But uh, he did... Wilson Yip also directed one of my favorite movies ever, which is SPL. And this is not talking from a martial arts standpoint. We're talking about movies. It's one of my favorite films ever. Um, so he gets a lot of props for that. But, we'll, have, we'll have to watch that one again, because I haven't seen that one man, in, in a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I'd probably say that that one kind of trumps this movie, even oh, though I love this movie so much. I hate this kite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like this interesting just because it reminds me of a lot of like Once Upon a Time in China, the whole uh, Wong Fei Hong kind mm-hmm. of series. Wong uh, Fei Hong. Yeah. So like, uh, I just enjoy it so much. Right. So this movie starts off with, uh, you know, like, it's a good establishment for uh, Donnie Yen's character. Super humble, super rich. Uh, he has everything in life that he needs right now, and uh, basically he's perfect. Yeah, basically, uh, it's, it's, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with him. <laughs> he's rich yeah. and he's kind of a dick father. <laughs> he is a dick father. He is. Yeah. A lot of people don't bring that up, but he is uh, to to his real son and his illegitimate son, and then wah, wah. to his wife as well. But still, <laughs> and his mistress. Uh, Did you know actually this was uh, mostly filmed in Shanghai? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, that makes sense. The architecture kind yeah. of resembles uh, the old uh, Fatsan kind of um, architecture of the time. This this movie taking place in the during the Sino-Japanese War. Um, well, and also the years prior leading yeah, up just, to it. just before that. Right. And uh, this movie, um, I mean, like, it doesn't shy away from those themes at all. It, it can get kind of, you know, gruesome when it needs to, which I applaud the movie for because 
um, it, it, the drama is something that I, I really appreciate about this movie. Um, because when you think of martial arts movie, you think, hey, just all you need is just action. But this movie has a has plenty of uh, characters and, and a lot of characters have uh, their payoffs in the end, which I think is nice. Like it's really really simple, but mm-hmm. like you do get back to most of them, mm-hmm. like the right. way they set them up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, that's a good establishment that we have. Uh, the wife is disapproving of everything, and <laughs> she's a. Uh, there's a lot of parallels between this movie series and Rocky and that's more evident in the second movie but we'll get to that when we get to that but I guess you can call the wife character the Adrian of this movie <laughs> so you just can't wait for her to die uh, <laughs> <laughs> not in this movie but yeah I like I like I like how they're setting him up here mm-hmm. he's just very humble he's very kind to mm-hmm. people who want to challenge him right. with this character uh, Master Liu yep um Obviously, his wife is disapproving of everything, but he's trying to, um, you know, still have this uh, this kind of exhibition fight with him. Right. I, the, I always got this, like, uh, kind of, well, he is rich. He's supposed to be rich, but I got this, like, he just doesn't care about anything. Of and, course. Like, he's got it all, which he does <laughs> mm-hmm. in real life and in this movie <laughs> up right. until the war. So, yeah, the first uh, the first fight between Ip Man and um, Master Wong, I believe. Uh, I, I don't know. No, Lee. Uh, oh, Master Liu. Master Liu. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. So, this this actor was actually in Fearless, if, if all movies. Um, if you guys have seen Gently that. Gently movie. Yeah, Gently movie. Great movie, actually. I keep on, <laughs> I keep on confusing that movie and this movie because... Jet Li also fights uh, Japanese people in that movie. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Any movie where there's Japanese people, it's it's the same thing. Well, there's a lot of Chinese films where they beat up Japanese yeah. people. So the movie, now this fight uh, kind of sets a tone for the rest of the movie. Again, Ip Man being a very humble guy. Like, you can see even in his posture that he's, um, you know, like he, even if he takes things seriously, he's very, uh, he's very direct. He has a certain approach to things. Um, it, it's really hard to describe, but he has a very um, direct approach to his fighting style, uh, and without being too aggressive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So this is this is a good scene because uh, it's it's nice and short, but it shows off. Hey, Ip Man, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like he can dispatch of any person just by like simple hand hand movements, and this is obviously borrowing a lot from Sammo Hung's direction as the action choreographer for this movie. Yeah. And uh, right there, we mm-hmm. get a, a glimpse of just how fast Donnie yeah. Yen is, how he does, yeah. even though it's not really called that. I, I keep calling it the 100 hand slap <laughs> from uh, E Honda from Street Fighter. It, it, it looks like that. He's just throwing these slaps and these fists well, so Don, fast. Well, Donnie Yen is going to be playing Enter the Flat, Fat Dragon. So oh my he, God. he's going <laughs> to, he probably, you know, all he needs to do is just don on a, a fat suit and he's ready for E Honda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, kind of straying off topic. I was a little upset to learn that Donnie Yen was actually going to gain weight. For oh, the end. Real, yeah, he was going life. to, but he was filming um, Ip Man 4, um, uh, like, I think before or after, so he, he couldn't. So right. that's why he had to go the fat suit route. Right, mm. right, right. Uh, but yeah, the, this fight scene was really nice and simple. It, it's it's a good taste. It, it, it's a great yeah. way to start a movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's It shows off the action. It gives you a nice little sneak peek, but it, it's... You know, hey, here, let's set up, set up the stories. Let's introduce the characters without getting bogged down on um, the action to alienate the people who aren't kung fu movie fanatics. Yeah. But, uh, Mark, you were telling us about um, 
how the, this movie is so fake and it sucks. <laughs> what? Since when? <laughs> you were saying that before. No, I, no, 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 no. Uh, I was pointing out that just um, all of these moves later on in the movie just become um, so ridiculous if you translate it into the real world. Mm-hmm. Like, that, they would just not work, a lot of them. Um, yeah, it, it's... I mean, for the, for the purpose of a film and, and making it really cool and the whole action sequence, just making it so elaborate and like, oh, you can slap the guy. <laughs> You're, what was it, 100 or 1,000? <laughs> um, thousand, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, it works mm-hmm. uh, for a film. But in reality, um, Wing Chun can only get you so far. Right. Well, I mean, that's, well, that's, that's the my point. opinion. That, well, yeah, it's, it's a... I mean, yeah, you, like you said before, you can just suspend your disbelief for a martial arts film. Right, and right. Ip Man is, as Zero said before, he's Superman. Right. He, this guy is a Chinese Superman. He's indestructible. Yeah, that that was one of my problems with the film is as it was going along with like any movie where you have the hero, like it's fine to show him, yes, winning and winning, but you kind of have to have him lose, you know, mm-hmm. because if he's just winning then yes he's just superman like what's the point mm-hmm. in liking this character if he's just invincible right and the thing that i wasn't too crazy about that this movie does is he he's it's, it's not like he has to be defeated but he just he doesn't have any weaknesses they don't really show him so much in a low point minus the fact that he's supposed to be homeless later <laughs> right. but he still has a home <laughs> so like i was like ah and oh, it's a downgrade, he, though. Yeah, oh, it's a downgrade from a mansion. Yes. <laughs> but like, he doesn't even practice, or it doesn't show him really practicing for the longest time. Mm-hmm. That moment that you're talking about in the film, mm-hmm. and then he comes back and he takes on like some of the, du- mm-hmm. the toughest dudes yeah. out there, and all of a sudden he's winning. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> something. Put something in there. Some kind of build up. Some kind of training montage. Yeah. Just something to make it, you know, part of the story and right. make it more believable. Right. Mm-hmm. Going, um, holding on that onto that thought. So in the movie right now, we have uh, the 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 teacher who uh, Donnie Yen, or Ip Man's character is fighting before. Um, he gets found out uh, here. It, it gets exposed to everyone that he isn't a match to Ip Man's character. So that news is being spread around, um, and you know, like obviously he's livid that you know he's you know like that that information is being brought out. So right, but he gets found out by the dumbest character in the whole movie right. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Which sucks. like i mentioned before like what 27 year old man is playing with kites <laughs> so right. there he is yeah. uh yeah this kid uh, he, you know, like i wonder if they're originally going to cast someone who's a little younger than who they, right. they i would have been okay if it was yeah. like a teenage yeah. boy like just acting this way but yeah but this, this kid's I, clearly in his mid-20s like an impressionable <laughs> child teenager or something maybe like a 15 16 year old yeah thing. yeah i mean yeah. he does look but, young but he looks like clearly he definitely shouldn't adult. be playing with kites in yes this age, he's exactly. young in the yeah. sense that he could pass for 22 yeah, exactly. but not like 16 <laughs> uh he has an interesting character arc as the movie goes along he you know um he starts off here kind of bratty He's still bratty later on, but now he's more playing. He's like straddling the sides and being more of like a on the bad guy side. So, uh, and but in the end, he kind of redeems himself a little bit. But it's kind of glanced. Over. I don't think he redeems himself. I no. think he just scolds him in like <laughs> the most epic way possible by revealing <laughs> what happens to his family member. Right. See if he learned his lesson, he would have never like fought him again or something. He'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, I made my mistake. I'm gonna walk away." But no, he decides to confront Ip Man again. Yeah. So it's kind of pointless. 
Right. So this this actor right here, uh, Jing Yu, I believe is that his name. Um, yeah, Jing Yu. He um, he's been in a lot of movies. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, like, as a uh, as a martial arts uh, uh, fighter in the uh, in the movies. So uh, first thing that comes to mind is uh, in Flashpoint. There's a little fight that he had with uh, with Donnie Yen. He shows off great talent in that. So like, I'm glad that he got to show off a, a little bit in this movie. It might be short, but uh, when we get to it, it's it's great. Oh, you just missed ass. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You know, like I should stop talking, just focus on ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, isn't is he in Kung Fu Hustle? I can't remember. He is in Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, I don't he, remember. He plays the Cooley character. He's one of the uh, one of the three um, local locals who reveal themselves to have oh, martial arts abilities. You're right. You're right. Oh my god. Oh yeah. He was the um, the guy, the shirtless, the, the sleeveless guy. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 This part right here, um, when I first saw that. it, I, I was like, huh, this is going to be an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to be like the first time you watch this movie, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, maybe a police chief or somebody's going to become the villain of this story. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of realize like out of nowhere, it just goes 180 <laughs> and they become I, friends I, I, pretty much. I like this a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Lamb's character, uh, the police officer, like you said before, he he's the hateable, lovable guy in this movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. he, 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 he got his dick handed to him and now he's <laughs> basically right. just I, like, okay, I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. Donnie Yen dislodging or just, uh, disabling, um, well, he, the he gun pushes out the revolver part of the revolver. <laughs> <laughs> that is just ridiculous. Like one, how does Donnie Yen or how does it man know how to, He's like, the Chinese he, he's Superman. He's yeah. Right, he's the Chinese <laughs> Superman. Like, how, how does he know exactly where to put his hand in there so yeah. he, he well, doesn't get shot? Well, I don't know shot. if they're implying that... How strong is his index finger right. to push that thing out? Well, so I feel like that can go two ways. Like, if the gun is an is an export, or if the gun is imported, then they're saying, like, oh, European guns are so, like, useless. <laughs> but if they didn't realize that's a Chinese gun, then maybe they're yeah. flying <laughs> the Chinese guns. Either that or it's well. just the it, grand sexual innuendo right. of, like, the relationship between the two. <laughs> it man's uh, eyes are so good. He's like, oh, it says made in China. Good. <laughs> I can fuck with this all I want. Um, man, uh, while, while there's a little bit of downtime, during like with all this plot going on right now uh, i should mention how much i like the uh the music of this actually movie. really quick sorry sure. in the background okay. was the, stand, totally the, the, spot the training like stand was uh-huh. in that shot too oh, to the emphasize dummy? yeah the dummy oh, okay just the you yeah, know I mean, you know what would have been great if they had that in the background of every scene yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know they what? Did, I'm they disguised l- it in places i'm gonna look at it now to make sure it's there <laughs> Drink every time you see it. Yeah. Um, like I was saying before, I, I love the music uh, by Kenji Kawai. Um, great. Um, Is he Kawai? Kawai. Don't ever make me do that again. <laughs> Slap me if I ever do that again. I, I didn't make you do anything. Is he Kawai or Kowai? Do you know Is he ko- scared? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Kawai. I, I know is, a little bit. He's scared, yes. I'm, I'm fully Japanese now. Mm-hmm. Not not like Japanese in this movie, but, you know, style Japanese. It's still Japanese. Um, so, yeah, like the music, I think is one of the most iconic things from this movie um it, it makes the movie um whereas if you didn't have the music uh the way that it is oh maybe i should stop and just talk about this right here yeah the action scene uh, between the, uh, Liu, uh, no lynn pardon me lynn and uh Ipman. Mm-hmm. right it you know the, the great thing about this movie is that it it's interspersed with little scenes little fight scenes rather than just grandiose uh fight scenes with with like 30 minutes of nothing in between 
that's what I like about this. Um, it, it feels like it's integrated well with the movie. Like, yes, it, it helps the movie. It helps the pacing go along. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of emotional drive, motivation in these fight scenes. It's not just, hey, there's a fight scene and there's no reason for it. It's- this scene right here, I also don't understand, like, when his wife makes the child, um, his son, to go up to him and be like, hey, look at my drawing. And he's like, go away, basically. <laughs> but then later on in the movie he comes around in the middle of a fight and just bicycles through and like (laughs) he doesn't kick him out so it's like what was the point just for drama just like oh i don't love my son go well i think what they needed to establish is that uh as great of a fighter and teacher that it man is he's he's neglecting his family yeah right right. you know that brings us back to the fact that he's superman everything like just because he's physically incapable of losing in any ways uh, he there's a lot of conflict around him so he's right. it's he's still he's still a little bit of a complicated character because although he he is humble a perfect person i mean there's there's enough happening around him that makes this movie or the things around him seem more interesting than it actually is unlike a superman superman comic where you're like oh i don't have to worry about what happens to superman because he's invincible yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, Donnie Yen does a great job at just being so likable mm-hmm. as his character, despite the fact that he has no flaws. You you can't help but like him. Yeah. You know, he has he has a lot of on screen charisma, and he, he he just has this great little smile yeah. that that lets you know that he's like, oh, I'm a good person. You, know, a, you can like me. Are you telling me that you don't prefer his role in Shanghai Nights? <laughs> you know that very memorable role. I remember him getting blown up with yeah, a rocket. Fire, fire, fireworks, right? I think. Yeah, fireworks uh, I don't equal know. rockets. <laughs> um, oh, I guess. Um, so this is something to note. Oh, hey, look. It's it's that. Uh, right. This is um, this is uh, Fan Si Wong, which is, uh, if you guys are, have ever seen the movie, uh, he was the star of Ricky O, um, another uh, kung fu classic, uh, really violent. But here, where we have um, this actor returning a role in a kung fu movie, and this guy as some some sort of a supporting villain character, just the well, he, small... he's like the main antagonist in like the first third of the movie. Right, right. And this is something I think this is something to to mention about the fan movies in all three movies. It always feels like two movies stitched together as one, and this is probably the prime example of that. It's this is one story. And then the second second part of the movie becomes another story. And out of all the mo- all the movies that exist right now, this is probably one where it feels a little bit more cohesive. It feels like it it fits together well. Right. So this first half of the story uh, is about uh, Fan Si Wong, or I forget the character's Jin. name. Jin, yeah, Jin's character. He's a northern China uh, fighter. He comes here. Uh, spe- um, he comes here. And he's, he's just here to take down uh, martial arts dojos yeah, yeah. just well, like, he, he hears that he heard that like foshan no, is known yeah. for uh the famous martial artist <laughs> um he obviously is really skilled so he wants to challenge him and open up his own school right, right. yeah so right now we're gonna see him in some really great scenes yeah, just like yeah. beat up all these martial artists <laughs> he's very skilled um mm-hmm. one thing i like about it yeah like, he's again, really intimidating too like yeah. just like his speed and mm-hmm. his size just his stance alone mm-hmm. look at look at that like he he, he just emits power yeah, like look mm-hmm. how powerful he looks mm-hmm. and that's great that's great uh physical presence because that actor had to learn the northern style just for this role Oh, that's great. Um, I didn't yeah know that. like samuel hung if we ever ever have to give him any props he's great as an action <laughs> choreographer 
Oh yeah, like look at all that. Like I, I give props to any of the supporting characters too. Like mm-hmm. then these nameless people too. Like him right there doing those stunts <laughs> is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like pulling these that things off. You know, like there's a lot of athleticism involved. Ooh, look at that. There's a there's a lot of nice use of wire foo in here, mm-hmm. uh, or wire work because you know it's there, but it doesn't detract where you where you're like, oh, that just like looks so obvious yeah. that they're flying across. Like there's mm-hmm. a couple times where people land. And then get back up, obviously, mm-hmm. with the assistance of, assistance of wires. Mm-hmm. But it helps keep that momentum of the fight going. Right. And, uh, yeah, Sam Hung's uh, choreography mm-hmm. really helps a lot with that. This yeah. part right here where he just, like, runs away <laughs> and he's like, oh, I need a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, like, that just that just says his character. Like, he's like, okay, he assessed the situation yeah. where that one guy got beat. He's like, okay, I need to step it up <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And instead of making the fight, okay, let's have another fist fight. You know, they're appealing to the audience's sense of escalation where, okay, mm-hmm. well, now it has to be weapons. That's right. true. Actually, this is a good, that's a good mirror for the, yeah. the fight with Ip Man later because Ip Man uses, <laughs> like, the, the, the uh, Jin's character uses the, uh, uses the sword. sword, but uh, Ip Man kind of humiliates him with just a feather duster. Mm-hmm. Or, as us Chinese Americans can say, the punishment stick. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's funny, actually, in that scene that you're talking about mm-hmm. between the uh, the feather stick and uh, the, punishment the, stick? The, the yeah the sword. Um, in the beginning, when they start fighting with it, it's metal on metal sounds. It's mm-hmm. not even yeah. uh, like a plastic. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not like a <laughs> stick hitting wood or anything. Yeah. The sound, the actual sound effect, is metal hitting metal. Yeah, and it makes no sense. <laughs> um, I, I like this. Uh... I like that he just beats him with the ordinary. Hey, uh, look, like, the every day dummy again. Mm-hmm. Yes, it shows up. Although I don't know if it shows up that often later in the movie. No. Four, four no. times so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep count of that. It's important <laughs> that you keep count of that. That's the most important part of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. As much, I, I always hear a lot of people saying that they they, they dislike this actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think you mentioned this was this is her first, first role. role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Considering the amount of lines she has, I think what she had to work with, she did a decent job. Right. I like I like this interaction here where she just gives him like the evil eye, the stink eye, the disapproving wife uh, glance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was simple. Like I thought she was effective in what she needed to be, right. despite yeah. the fact that she was so like underwritten. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's her character. Right? Totally. She's barely even that significant in the movie, which I find really strange because. She becomes a pivotal pop plot point in the third movie. Well, that's because she's died. Yeah, yes, but like honestly, she really <laughs> had no spoilers. character. Oh, I'm sorry. If you guys are watching the commentary for a movie and not expecting spoilers, shame on you. Um, but yes. Will, it's not the third movie. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. My that's true. <laughs> no, joking. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, one thing to note is that this is supposedly, let's just call this the official Hitman movie. Yeah, I think that's fair to we, say. We, yeah. we can say that because uh, this is the only movie that really got the um, the Ip Man estate uh, to be hands-on with the production of it. Yeah. So we have Ip Man's son, um, and, you know, who was actually uh, part of this production process. I think uh, they were there as, like, consultants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. show my dad off and make him look really good. Mm-hmm. That basically was the premise of the, mm-hmm. the production of this movie. I really mm-hmm. like uh, this these, this guy who's fighting right now, uh, yeah. Master... You're talking about Leo? the, the Vagabond? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh Leo. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know yeah. something about him. He, he, he yeah. He's even really even though good. he was challenging Ipman in mm-hmm. the beginning, yeah, uh, he comes across as likable to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunate what happens to him later. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it again, it's it's good for character development. It's good for motivating Ipman's character. Right. He's right. got almost like this stoic attitude to him when he's mm-hmm. at least not fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then he, like he's always content, but uh, he also when he gets mad, he makes the funniest face <laughs> because he doesn't like. He like his teeth come out, but like his face doesn't move. Did you guys notice that? <laughs> what? So um, he does this move where he kind of lifts lifts up the character uh, and tosses There's him in the use air. Of wire food. Yeah, what's up? He he lifts him up and tosses him in the air, but the character, but um, the northern uh, Chinese uh, man character was mm. able to like kick him. Mm. Uh, I didn't oh, realize yeah, yeah, that yeah. that happens to him again uh-huh. later. So it's like a move he tried to do twice and failed twice. It's like foreshadowing. Mm. So you might, you guys might recognize this actor on the left. Um, the Ip Man series and a lot of Asian action movies uh, have repeat actors in yeah. different roles. Uh, this char- this actor on the left uh, will actually play the student in the second movie. Uh, one of Ip Man's students. Uh, he's actually one of the primary main characters. Um, but, and actually, so will this character. A lot of the characters will are, They return, will reprise. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jin's character, uh, or Jin in general, will come back in the second one, and he's more of a likable supporting character. He's not so much a villain in the second one. Right. Which is really weird, especially if you watch this movie and you're like... Well, hey. they're kind of alluding to it because he has so many chances to kind of um, set himself on the straight path. And just as an example, when they were eating noodles just now, mm-hmm. and the guys like call them nitwits or, or whatever, <laughs> and he's like, oh, you haven't beaten the best, the best yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And I half expected the first time I saw it, like him to start beating on the old dude just because <laughs> of like how how wild this character is yeah. and then he, he kind of does that but slowly like starts to soften up and then every time he gets his ass handed to him <laughs> he starts to like realize okay maybe i shouldn't be doing certain things right and i guess that kind of they decided to go that route later on in a second yeah film. I, I i something like that pop, like him being up with an old man probably just pat out the movie a little bit more mm. <laughs> so probably not so great uh, I like this fight scene a lot, actually. It's probably uh, it's a, it's a great way to um, kind of bookend this little section of the movie. I like the dialogue in this scene a lot more, I think, than the fight scene. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there's only one thing I would nitpick about the fight scene alone, um, because <laughs> as as we mentioned before, it meant uh, Donnie Yen's way shorter than his wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It's she just, doesn't uh, see height because she sees over him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, this is a uh, this is good, but there's a uh, one little part I'll have to nitpick the hell out of because every time I see it, it just distracts the hell out of me. Um, during the fight. During the fight, yeah, it's actually really really annoying. Like every time I see it. Um, is it the way he takes out his sword? Mm, um, you know, I, I think I'll, I'll give I it, like I'll give that. it a point for style. But I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, there's one part where, um, uh, Fan Siu Wong, I can't, I can't remember his character. Jin, 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 um, he does this little duck. Uh, he does this, uh, low sweep and it's like the most annoying well, edit ever. Why don't you mention it when Sure. When, when it comes, comes up, yeah. uh, you guys will, will see it. Mm-hmm. So oh. we got, we got a brief explanation, uh, just before that 
uh, Wen Chung was invented by a woman. Right. And then he kind of starts antagonizing his wife. Right. Oh, on that note, so Wing Chun obviously being the the preferred style of this movie, this is the style that were uh, is featured prom- prominently uh, in this movie. But uh, this is not Sam. The reason why uh, Sam Hung was brought on for this production was because Sam Hung has had experience doing Wing Chun movies. Uh, yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is Prodigal Son, uh, which also has Sam Hung in it, uh, but it was featured uh, starring Yoon Bio, and. Um, yeah, like it, it. That movie also kind of like shows off Wing Chun, but in a little bit more of a comedic way. Mm. Um, but here it feels a little bit more dignified, and that's very sim like emblematic of Ip Man in general. He's a very dignified character, and his his way of Wing Chun is very dignified. Uh, I'm getting a little heady here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least the Donnie Yen version of Ip Man, right? Not well, actual Ip Man. Well, I've heard some complaints to say that like Ip Man's uh, style of Ip, uh, Wing Chun, and maybe this is just reflective of Samo's uh, action direction in general, but it's not. It's like a a cinematic version of mm-hmm. Wing Chun. Wing Chun is not like this. Yeah, style. but with with any martial arts, mm-hmm. it needs when you're shooting it, it needs to be cinematic. Otherwise, like right. it's just gonna look really boring. Or of course, right. to of course. Watch. and that goes for any style. Yeah. I mean, any martial arts movie you see, unless <laughs> you're all about the nitty gritty of like an actual fight. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Most martial arts films right. do stylistic yeah, you, you versions can suspend your of disbelief the style. for a little bit. You know, like, I, I like that he has the basic stances. It looks recognizable as Wing Chun. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you break it down, there's some elements, certain elements that aren't practical oh, for are martial for arts. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because like there, all there's a lot of very close. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, 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 man, I really love this this acrobatics. It, of course, there's a lot of wire foo in this, but yeah, but it it's shot so well <laughs> in that like, you know, it just enhance it enhances it more than just detracts from it. Right. Yeah. Because it's not when it flowy. when it when it's obviously a guy in wires, you're just like you know you take yourself out of it. Right. Everyone loves that little scene just now of the little kid just yeah. coming Being in like, here. hey, fight him, beat him. <laughs> Yeah, and, and this don't, is where don't, don't break stuff. This is where I get distracted. Everyone, look at this right here. Okay, it's there. Both of them are standing up. Both of them are yeah. And all of a sudden, he's in a low kick. Yeah. When did he get down there? That's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's the most distracting thing. There's it no established. And a lot no, of movies do that nowadays when they'll cut to the action already being done, but you need to have um, the cut. You have to have the, like if you're changing the camera angle, you mm-hmm. have to actually show that person doing something yes yeah there's every time i see this uh i always wonder if i have like the wrong cut of the movie right. maybe I'm like, right. I'm like there must be something that must have been cut out of the movie because that one little shot would have been so much like added so much to this really this i don't know like i didn't, it's, it's I didn't care at all it didn't distract it, it feels like he teleported to the ground yeah <laughs> it's all because it's, it's pacing at that point you know like he's mm-hmm. already in the move like we don't have to see the beginning of every movement right at least for me yeah, but uh, I mean, it's here, just smoother that way, yeah, and it course. feels more real if you do it the way that uh, Will's talking about. Yeah, it's it just it's just a little nitpick of mine. It, I still like this fight scene a lot. Like you, you can see great choreography from both of these mm-hmm. uh, yeah. performers. Some obvious wire so, here, but it's not yeah. too distracting. It's not. It's it's it doesn't feel floaty, which is important. <laughs> and there's a little bit comedic because you know. Donnie Yen is just yeah, so like much right, better. Right there or something yeah. was wherever the metal sound well, was. Well, if you actually listen to it, the sound, it, it just sounds like whipping sounds. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it, it does. But like the first smack of the sword <laughs> against the stick, it's mm-hmm. actually metal on metal sound, which oh. I noticed. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, now we're real. they're really driving home the point that 
um, Ip Man can just defeat anybody. Yes. Yeah. Like, see, okay, this is what I mean. And like, this... no matter how good of a martial artist you are, like, you would not put yourself in this scenario like no, that. No. No way. It's like, like, that's not Wing Chun. That's just you... Showing off. Not even showing off. <laughs> it's like, it's just not realistic in any sense. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, how does poking the armpit stop you from... Well, it could. Those... It could be a pressure point. I, like, I, I, I'll believe that in the, the universe that this movie's in, but it just seems so... Uh, impractical you know yeah. Wing Chun is about practicality like using being efficient with your movements so and, and, there, there's some liberties that this movie takes obviously and, and when we're talking about pressure points we're actually talking about like in the cinematic universe here not like in the real world <laughs> the Ip Man cinematic universe yes <laughs> you know, where before Thanos shows up yes. <laughs> um, yeah that, oh my god I had a bad joke I'm not doing it <laughs> I am not doing it uh, I don't. T- I'll tell you later. I don't, I don't to, <laughs> oh, just tell me now. Why? Get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Uh, with one, that's when Thanos showed up, and then only a qu- half of the population of Foshan was left. <laughs> oh my God! Are you talking about the when Japanese? Japanese com- oh, you fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was fucked up. Oh God. Um, whenever, <laughs> whenever I was reading Foshan. <laughs> I kept on thinking faux show. <laughs> I was like, faux show has a lot of great martial arts. <laughs> faux show. Faux show. Um, Gordon, Lu- Gordon Lamb's character, the, the cop, uh, he's, he, obviously that actor has um, a lot of range. He's been you know, doing the, the TVB scene and like movies for a long time. Um, but in this movie, he plays a very, I would say a, a pretty complicated character. And, um, he's very hateable, um, but lovable at the same time. He, you know, like at first you just hate him because he seems so like skeezy and tra- I, I treacherous. I wouldn't say he's hateable. He's one of those characters where he's just doing his job. Right, but you don't know that offhand. Like you, you maybe the first time you watch this movie, you think, oh, he's just because he, he mean because he's Japanese. working with the Japanese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I can understand. Like that. until that revelation's made that like he's just doing it because he has to. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like that's when you you realize that okay he he has more depth to him and I, I appreciate his character a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show up in the later movies, but you know for this movie it it was it was nice to have his his character here. I don't know. I felt like it it was pretty well established already. Mm-hmm. I mean once um, what do you have the the kind of confrontation between Ipman and his, and his character's revolver that and then you have him like actually rooting for Ipman and like you know. <laughs> in front of his house actually right now and he's like making everybody line up and be orderly in front of Ipman's house right, and right. chanting his name like but, yeah, you know he's a good guy yeah he's now. showing his respect now right right but then so when he turns though like mm-hmm. you can kind of That's see like too. yeah yeah mm-hmm. like you can see that you don't even have to like wait for the line necessarily or to dialogue to like clarify like oh he's only doing it because mm-hmm. he has to survive like right with with Ipman getting rice and stuff mm-hmm. like on a line like yeah. you know that they're surviving and they have to do whatever they have to That's so true. this is this is where the movie now like takes a drastic turn it takes a drastic <laughs> turn like the I was and I was telling you before like the first 30 minutes of this movie I love the pacing of it like it gives us all the information we need uh, there's no like lulls mm-hmm. anywhere for me. Right. Uh, I haven't seen this movie like since I first watched it. Mm-hmm. So rewatching it again, I was like, "Wow, this is great! This yeah. is really, really good." Yeah. And I completely forgot 
about this transition to <laughs> the Japanese have occupied right, this right. town hey, now. History, and, man. Yeah, and <laughs> although uh, nothing about this movie is historically accurate, right. but yeah. But uh, so yeah, now uh, we have the jo- uh, the Japanese occupation of Foshan, mm-hmm. and it li- <laughs> all the colors it's, it's have literally been sucked out. Mm-hmm. As yeah. you can see, it's right. literally uh, black, white, and gray, with the exception of a few red yeah. uh, Japanese uh, iconography oh, right. scattered. So yeah, well, it, yeah, but we have this. Well, we have this shot because it, it's symbolic of uh, if if man losing uh, touch with. The, uh, his old uh, lifestyle mm-hmm. which yeah. I have to point out that now he pretty much stops and he goes into survival mode and mm-hmm. he stops doing Wing Chun at least in the con- in the yeah. context of this film well maybe the maybe they're trying to establish it as like learning a bike you know you never forget how to do it or yeah maybe but just that's, that that's bull <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I'm only saying that because you're saying that you don't get faster with age <laughs> um, I, I'm just bringing it up because you'll see that when he starts fighting people later, it's like, what? Like, right. how are you still this strong? Yeah. Right. Like, uh, it, yeah, I, I, I can definitely understand yeah. that. Uh, well, my one problem here is, um, they, they go on to say, at least in these, uh, subtitles that, um, you know, he loses everything and his family's not homeless, but I don't know. They seem to be not that bad off because like people are giving them free food once in a while, exactly. like right, all yeah. gifts, like, Oh, he gets you... that respect. Yeah. yeah. And because he's, he, so he even says like a little later, he's like, I'll go find work. Right. That means this entire time, at least in this movie, he hasn't, he hasn't been working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they've right. been relying on whatever money right. they had, but you know, uh, cause they've been selling their jewelry and stuff. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Well, the, the, good thing and bad thing about this movie is that it's not origin story. So you really don't know what if man is capable of outside of, like his his riches and his martial arts, right? So you, like maybe he isn't he doesn't know how to work. Maybe he doesn't know how to do anything except fight. Yeah, um, I mean that that is an interesting concept to explore, though. That yeah. like he's he just doesn't understand uh, uh, labor. That's actually true because there's one uh, piece of dialogue that comes up when he's uh, pushing that uh, cart full of coal. Yeah, yeah, and then his buddy says like, "Oh, don't wear this to work." This is not proper work clothing. Right. So it kind of also emphasizes like he has no idea how to work and probably because he's been brought up with like a silver spoon his whole, whole right, life. Right. Right. Or, or chopsticks. Silver or chopsticks. Cho- yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver <laughs> chopsticks. <laughs> I don't know if you should put silver in your mouth. I think you might get some sort of poisoning. Um, it, you no, know, no, no. That, that's that's, that's uh, lead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then, then one of one one the first emperor put lead into his system deliberately in order to stay alive forever. No, that was Mercury. Mercury. Oh, that's right. You're, that's right. you're thinking of the Dragon Emperor. Oh uh, yeah, I am. I am. He, I love, he drank. Please inform me more about my history, <laughs> about Mark. Your, your culture. Please. Well, yes. you know more about the real Ip Man than anyone. Anyone. So now, now would be a good time to, to educate me right. on the real Ip Man, Mark. Um, long story short, ninety percent of this never happened. <laughs> of this film. Right. I mean, obviously, it's been conflated because of the Ip it's, Man's family wanting to make Ip Man look. Yeah. way better than he I mean, he, was i mean they need to like, of course of you know course. like if, if during this time he's just kind of like hiding out in with luxury his mistress with his mistress <laughs> or in like you know well off mm-hmm. while uh you know his countrymen are suffering yeah. <laughs> i don't think they want to show that on screen well, well no uh well yeah um in the beginning as far as i remember it was he practiced a lot and then he became a police officer and then during the time that he was a police officer, um, 
he he taught some of like his officer friends or something. The war happened, the Shino Japanese uh, war, and then he kind of went away to get away from that. So mm-hmm. I I don't think there's any evidence as of yet that he was like directly involved in like uh, directly involved with the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong on that. I haven't like deliberate, uh, yeah. deliberately I, I researched re- that part. I remember reading a little bit up on uh, the real F man and he uh, he did some sort of he did rebel a little bit, but obviously not to the extent of this right. movie because like any sort of rebellion against Japanese that that's that um, you know um, uh, obvious or explicit. You you have been executed, you know. Like yeah, it wasn't right. it wasn't so um, not to shit on him, but he just basically moved around and avoided trouble. Of course, pretty right. much. He probably escaped Hong Kong by literally running away. Right. <laughs> it wasn't so, yeah. such a heroic thing as he did in this movie. But yeah. you know, again, for the for the uh, for the sake of this movie, it it, it works. You know what I mean, but you have to obviously spend your disbelief that it's a yeah. Um, people have to realize that this is based on a true story but that doesn't mean that even half of it is a true story right mm-hmm. you just gotta you got it's it's really maybe like 10 percent of the movie it's like the person setting um some of the characters and even some of the characters aren't even played the right way like they're not accurately portrayed as they are in the historical context right I, honestly I, the only people i know who are probably probably even real are donnie and I mean, Ip Man. I mean, Donnie Yen's real, but... <laughs> and then, like, some of the He's, mill And his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah. He had a business... Uh, God damn. He went to school, or he had a business at one point for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly. I should have then <laughs> revised. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, a lot, a lot of this is actually lost to the lost to history right because um well documentation wasn't as important back right then, yeah. and it's like well you could go it's just word of mouth then yeah, from yeah, his family, exactly. and then they could just be inflating oh yeah did you know he could also fly yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you know that he landed on his hands while he's like falling onto his back yeah. and he jumped back up that's yeah. wing chun yeah and that's why i kind of have like a problem with this movie well i mean well it, again yeah. it's 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 fictional it's a fictional right. biography of the movie uh, right. of the man you yeah. know but, I, I don't i don't fault I never the, fought, the yeah. script for no. you know exaggerating mm-hmm. these things or making. I, him I'd like more to of think of this. I'd like to think of this character as completely fictional. This is not it, man. There's but, no way. But of course, of course. But one of the things that kind of ticks me off is that um, they don't explicitly. I, I guess they they don't really go out and say like, "Oh, this was this is pure fiction." You know, like they kind of let the um, the viewer decide. Mm-hmm. And then Um, that's my my opinion is like, that's why everybody's into Wing Chun. It's like, oh, shit, I want to be just like that guy. Wing Chun tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This scene is good because uh, now we we got we finally got, uh, as we've mentioned before, Donnie and getting his hands. Damn, I keep saying Donnie and (laughs) Ip Man getting his hands dirty. Like he's he's really getting in the muck of things and he gets reintroduced to Uh, uh, seeing. Oh yeah, Lin. Lin's Lin, character. Yeah, Lin. I, I never remember the character's name. Well, this is kind of supposed to be the low point mm-hmm. of of the movie for him. You right. know, he was in this lap of luxury, living in this mansion. He had servants, mm-hmm. um, and now he's pushing coal. You know, <laughs> along alongside the people who were once serving him. Yeah. So yeah. now he's on everyone else's level. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, but again, it's it makes him kind of humbling because after what happens to uh, this character that. Um, 
Like he, it seems, it seems like Ip Man's character doesn't feel uh, like he's above his his comrades. You know, when they die, you know, like if, if something bad happens to them, you know, he still treats them like human beings. Right. Again, very fictional because you know this Ip Man, this iteration of Ip Man is perfect and such a perfect human being. It's kind of uh, annoying <laughs> how perfect he can be. Hey, there's that uh, that potato, that potato. Yeah. That potato that he sneaks away that comes up later in the movie, which is funny because uh, is you it think a potato about it, or a yam? doesn't that it's ha- a yam? I guess. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. It's so yellow. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Wait, so that, this this yam that is in his pocket is it the same yam that's in? The, I think so. The, that's so he just it, that okay, okay. In the later in the movie, he takes out the yam on a separate day so he just does he just have the yam in his pocket for more than no, one day he was bringing home food for his family no 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 but remember this is this is one this happening on one day and then he goes to the tournament on another day but he has the he takes out the yam and puts it on the floor so is it the same yam or is it a different yam well we're gonna clarify i guess in a moment to see if it's a different day <laughs> i think day. you're thinking too much about this yam <laughs> yam it <laughs> terrible um Right, so uh, so this is kind of our, not our first, but the the main introduction to the uh, the bad guys, the Japanese right. soldiers. Yeah. Plot point number two. Uh, remember we said before, uh, you know, we had the first plot, and this is the second plot. And you're introduced this, right here to the yeah, police the, officer. Right. The, so Gordon Lamb comes back. To him. Yeah, yeah. He comes back. Um, now he's on the the side of the Japanese, as you said before. Here he seems a little bit more of a one dimensional traitor kind of character, but. You kind of just established later that he's See, more complicated than that. I don't know. Personally, I didn't think of him as a traitor so much. Same. I think he Same. was just, really? like I said, he was in that position where he he was doing his job. Like mm-hmm. he, like everyone else, they're fighting, mm-hmm. you know, to make a, a living for themselves. Mm-hmm. And he was just lucky enough to know I, Japanese. I think he yeah, just he has a hard of... time forgiving people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to forgive you for that. <laughs> you traitor. Yeah, uh, he seemed kind of weaselly in the first act of the movie, so it seemed uh, like he's willing to switch sides at any given point. So I always felt that way when I first mm-hmm. watched it. Um, maybe, maybe I'm missing like mm-hmm. connotation from right, from right. his voice in that. Maybe, but, maybe. But for me, I was just like, oh, hey, he's here again. Uh, this time he's helping out the Japanese, mm-hmm. but he didn't seem right. so skeevy. Maybe, yeah. maybe the smiling threw you off, like he was so happy yeah. about yeah, doing it, his job. It's, it's his willingness to switch sides at any given point. Okay. And that's what it was for me. I don't think that it's a language thing. Um, I guess that. It's just the way that his character is portrayed. Is like, and it, it, even towards the end of the movie, he, it seemed like he was willing to switch sides, like switch back to the sides of the winners. But, you know, again, that's just me being like reading into it too much. I, I like his character a lot because there's a lot of depth to it. Um, well, he—it's nice because oh. as a as a side, kind of a not random, but as more of a side character, they give him like kind of a you know they give him a few arcs. Yeah, yeah. They they, they kind of uh, develop his character surprisingly, mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to like his son or his wife. Yeah. <laughs> like this whole moment right here, like when he like turns around and smiles at Ipman and kind of just it like waves with his hat. He's like, oh, it's gonna be okay, you know. Like mm-hmm. just those little subtle like undertones right. yeah. in in. Um, expressing like mm-hmm. is expressing what he like truly feels i think yeah so okay so I, we're at this part of the movie now where um where we get introduced to the japanese and their underground fighting tournament to kind of screen for the best fighters in all of Fatsan. and um here we have uh master liu master yeah. liu uh, coming back yep. into the movie mm-hmm. um he's just showing off how how 
badass um, he is. Badass he is. He, he's still a good fighter, but yeah. he's obviously not the best. But here he's just doing what he can to get to to, to get, get rice. by. Yeah, yeah. Like he needs he needs food for his family, so um, he comes here, I guess, regularly in order for him to. Um, feed his family and everything and i think this is why like everybody likes his character so much because he's so like he's so kind affable, right and he's even thanking like the enemy for right. the right it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a great performance like yeah. it's so good yeah yeah um and again uh you know, here we we see um uh seeing you uh, showing off a little bit of his fighting in the movie like it's not it's only the really only it's the only real fight scene that he has in the movie against uh, General Miura, played by uh, ooh, sorry if I mispronounce her name, Hiroki Ikeuchi, um, who has never really done a fight scene or a uh, like kung fu style fight scene in a movie before. This is the first time where he got to show that off, even though he has a black belt in judo. But I mean that doesn't really translate to Chinese martial arts. So Sammo Hong had to like sit with him and. And train him pretty intensely in order to get him to do the things that he needed to do. But yeah, here we have a pretty, we're leading up to a pretty good fight scene between uh, three Chinese guys versus uh, uh, Miura. Miura. What does, doesn't that mean like to see in Spanish? Mira. 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 I don't know. I took Italian. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. it's, uh, it's good. Yeah. I, I like this a lot. It's, uh, I think. Uh, we we already know that like anytime we want to mask the fact that a fighter can't fight, there's a lot of close ups and a lot of quick edits. Mm-hmm. Here it's, they do they do a really good job mm-hmm. considering that uh, he doesn't have that experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's edited really well in yeah. in this scene or I just like. very anatomically correct yeah. body doubles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, it's the only two, it's one of the two fights that uh, Ikeuchi's in uh, minus the second uh, minus the second and last fight in the movie. Um, and in the second one, it doesn't work as well because it, it the, the edits are a little too mm-hmm. swift, a little uh, the close ups are a little too too close. He he comes across a little stiff mm-hmm. too. Uh, um, I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. Mm-hmm. The general um, or, or like, yeah, the general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, if they were if they were trying to drive home that um, his his attacks are straight and to the point and right. not as flashy mm, yeah. kind of like when we were mm. talking about uh agent smith yeah in the matrix I, i'm curious to know it, it kind of mimics like the karate style um well it is karate uh, oh yeah right well, no, i mean it, it could be yeah. several any type of discipline but it, it looks more like karate it, it, it's yeah. very karate yeah. yeah yeah well they call it japanese kung fu but in mm. reality it really is just karate yeah <laughs> That, that's what it is. That's why it's okay for us to call it the Karate Kid, even mm. though it's made in China, right? Yeah. Uh, my my one of my least favorite scenes is when is this uh, one? He gets kicked in slow motion, but his just his legs are spread out. He does the splits in midair. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, you, I just noticed I, that on I, the on the bottom, he like separated the mat for a second. Oh, he I did. thought he oh. lost something out of his pocket. <laughs> I, I, I would say I would actually argue to say that uh, that's it's good to show that he died in an undignified way mm-hmm. because he dies in an undignified way. Well, it, right. it's not clear that he dies that's until true. later. I kind of mm. wish it was a little more obvious that he got killed there. Mm. Okay, because they were like a, doing like, his heartbeat. Like yeah, yeah, I thought that's what they were. And implying. then like and they stopped that stop and maybe yeah. for an extra five seconds, just no heartbeat. Like mm-hmm. that would have cemented it more. Mm-hmm. Right. But that right. was one of the things I was very confused about. I was like, did he die or did mm-hmm. he not? If he comes back, he's alive. If he doesn't, he's, <laughs> he's dead. dead. Yeah. But like 
you had to watch the rest of the movie right. to find it was, out it was whether implicit. or not he was alive. They, they, yeah. were, they were building suspense right. around uh, what happened to his character, but I don't think it was the, the best decision no. to do Well, this cut... I mean, thank goodness this cut is relatively short because then you can see it jumps straight to uh, the follow-up where Donnie Yen's asking... Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm never going to say the character's name. Ip, Ip Man, Ip Man is going to ask uh, around for... His, um, for Lin. Hey, for there's Lin, your yeah. potato. For Xin. What? Oh, your yam. Oh, the yam? Did he put it in his pocket again? <laughs> wait, wait, we're about to I find out. No, he's waiting online. <laughs> no, it's the same one from the other day. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's got all moldy already. Oh, he's already eating it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, he saves half and I think puts it in his pocket. And right. That's when Remember, the... he's a perfect being. <laughs> he is a, he's Superman. Uh, ain't no Superman, no Superman. <laughs> um, right, so we're at this point where... Um, like now, Danyan's curious. He's like, he wants to know what happened to uh, to Lin. Lin. So now he's going to be willing to go to the tournament to go find out what happened to him. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I like how everybody's just doing the Asian squat, smoking. Well, I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is China, right? So. <laughs> Uh, actually, there is one thing I want to bring up about this movie, about the production of this movie prior to uh, this movie's release. So, uh, something about Lao Ga Leung. I can't remember his name. Uh, Lao Ga Leung. His um, Lao is one of the um, most iconic uh, action directors uh, or action choreographers in in Asian history. So when you think of him, you think of, uh, you know, like... Uh, Van Damme. Shaw Brothers. Shaw Brothers. What? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Van Damme, what? I was going to be like... <laughs> Lundgren. No. Just all these non-Asians. No, yes, okay, that's totally what I was going to get on. Yeah. No, but... Laogalon um, was like part of... Uh, like the creation of uh, the Grandmaster, which is the other Ip Man movie that you guys may may or may not be aware of. Twenty thirteen, uh, yeah, featuring Tony Long. Uh, wait, is it twenty thirteen? I, I think so. I don't remember, right? Uh, actually, no, two, I've been one, earlier than this that. This one was two thousand and eight. Yeah, uh, two thousand and ten was. I think it was two thousand ten or something like that. The um, and then there was another one in twenty thirteen. I forget. Mm. Right. Uh, it's it's good to mention uh, the exploitation movies that come, came out after this movie because there was a like kind of a explosion of suddenly sudden interest in Ip Man and uh, we can totally get back to this after this fight scene because this fight scene is it's uh, pretty it's very yeah. I like this fight uh, it kind of realistically shows what would happen between mm -hmm. one versus three mm -hmm. like not there's not too many like taking your turns like they do kind of try to fight him um, simultaneously at yeah. times, right. at least uh, in the beginning of it. Yep, unlike the next fight scene we get where <laughs> yeah. he just takes on 10 people at mm -hmm. once. Okay, so there's that move again. Mm -hmm. if, you saw, oh, right. if you saw before, he does it successfully. Mm -hmm. He kind of picks someone up from their legs and throws them overhead. Yeah. But then he tries it again. Mm -hmm. and uh, Well, it wouldn't second, work with three people. Yeah, yeah. So a second guy is yeah. able to um, jump in and kick him. Yeah. And then the three of them... <laughs> one of the guys kicks him in the balls which yeah I, which apparently we did not happen yeah. <laughs> we're like when did that happen mm -hmm. uh, yeah so he picks up the rice and unfortunately that's some sort of taboo something it's he not gets, taboo he, he gets penalized for it some for some reason well because he said he didn't win but that's has nothing to do with it it, it was established before that if, whether you win or lose you leave with rice and you can't take it rice away from a chinese china man come on <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, like, so he gets uh, brutally gunned down by uh, the racist Japanese stereotype Type. there. Oh my god, this guy is <laughs> is the the caricature of yeah. um, of like Hirohito you know, or something like right, like right. World War World so, War II so Japanese zero, caricature. <laughs> and his name is Sato. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Well, I mean, of course they have a Japanese sounding name. Uh, Zero and I were talking about this before, and we we're like, doesn't this guy remind you of like a an old World War Two Japanese um, like Japanese stereotype? I'm like, holy shit, he reminds me of the the Japanese stereotype in those Daffy Duck cartoons. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like the world, like the the Warner Brothers uh, propaganda. Yeah, prisons, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Bugs, specifically, yeah, Bugs the Bunny censored ones you can't find Japan anywhere. And yeah. just yeah, starts, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, shouting out all these like racist uh, terms at the Japanese. Yep, yep. No, this guy it's, looks it's exactly like yeah. it. No, but actually, this actor in real life, he looks nothing like that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't go throughout his whole day every day looking like a. A racist Japanese stereotype, but mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for the sake of the movie, they kind of did that on purpose, yeah. obviously. Right, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. So this is a pretty pivotal moment, yeah, in, yeah. in the movie because we see, uh, you know, Ip Man finally goes to this den where the Japanese are holding this Jap this uh, kung fu tournament to say, and uh, he realizes now that his friend uh, Lin was killed in combat mm-hmm. and he just saw with his own eyes that uh, master liu was killed in combat so right. it's a it's a pretty emotional moment uh not just for him but for us because uh we you know we actually do kind of like those characters right. I, yeah. I feel like i did like them mm-hmm. and we know uh <laughs> something big is about to happen mm-hmm. here yeah this is uh this is probably i would say the highlight of the movie in terms of action mm-hmm. um it's it's I know zero. You have a differing opinion on that. Same but. here. I, I don't. I don't think it's uh, the turning point necessarily, but I do think in terms of the plot and um, like how much Ipman is finally ready to get involved mm-hmm. in this sure. story. Sure. Like this is the turning point for that. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought of it that way. Like yeah. I guess it is a turning point for him in terms of motivation and, right. and fighting the Japanese. Because before he's more like, oh, I I just need to get by and survive. But here yeah. is like, I need to be a a hero to the people. One, or, right. one friend or, getting or killed step. wasn't enough. Like, he needed to... Well, I mean, he didn't well, know he, about He didn't know. He yeah, did yeah, just yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now he wants to fight 10 yeah. men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is obviously doing this out of anger, and we, we see the character's motivation, and props to Donnie, because that's that's great character um, character acting. Mm-hmm. Um, you believe him in this role. You, you believe how driven he is. <laughs> And goddamn that, that yam. Oh my goodness. <laughs> goddamn. I'm, he's, he's like, hold on, I'm just going to put it down real quick. Like, I should have put this in the refrigerator, but I'm just going to leave it in my, my jacket pocket. For yeah, like how he puts next it next day. to the bag of rice as if he knows already he's going to take both of them home. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he did. That is a fair point. I didn't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Right, so um, if, if YouTube says anything about this fight scene, it's probably the most watched fight scene out of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And for good oh, reason. Yeah, it's, this is definitely very... One, it's it's very character-driven. You feel the character um, and, and his motivation to kick ass in this movie, uh, in this scene. Um, and it, like you, and two, like the, the choreography is fantastic. Like, look at that. Like You can see uh, Donnie Yen's speed. And of course, we can't forget how the 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 other guys in the background are just kind of darting back and forth you know right. being like putties in the power rangers yeah that, that's one of my biggest uh complaints about this scene is mm-hmm. that you got you have people in the background just waiting their turn while he mm-hmm. has his back 
right. to a lot of them, and he's just pummeling one guy. Yeah, and, and then at one point, like, finally everybody gets involved, so it's a little bit more fluid. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's well, when better. the numbers diminish. Right, 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 of course, when you have, like, that four or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, like, obviously... Uh, yeah, finally he takes on, like, four adversaries Yeah, like, that, that shot was great. Like, it's mm-hmm. very brief, it like, feels maybe, good, like, one yeah. second, but it, it's sweet to see him take... That's actually probably the highlight for me is seeing him block four people at once. And now That's here great. you have the real like hundred hand slap yeah. <laughs> where he just pummels the shit out of that guy. I wonder if this props to the sound de- designer by the way because uh, it, it makes it, it oh, makes yeah. it seem more believable. Imagine mm-hmm. that. Like well, imagine basically that what we're the doing old school kung fu effects, or, like, or imagine sh- that sh- without sh- any sound. Like I wouldn't even believe any of those hits because yeah. the, the way that he's how fast he's moving. Mm-hmm. It, 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 imagine there was no sound to that at all. It would just make it look kind of silly. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder yeah. if this is—he did this scene when he had his uh, shoulder messed up, because oh. he could. Oh, that's right. He couldn't raise his arm like I don't know more. He he just couldn't lift his arm at all. Like mm. he would have a masseuse always ready to just like massage his arm or something. Or I think that was in the um, the cotton the cotton factory. Mm. Oh right, right. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, my, my problem with the scene is uh, if you watch it out of context, which I think a lot of people might do when mm-hmm. you look it up on YouTube, right. mm-hmm. because uh, you're not getting uh, the emotional impact of it and you don't understand what's happening in the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was watching this again, I really liked it because I wasn't looking at it so much as a fight scene. I was looking at it as this character just witnessed these atrocities to people he liked mm-hmm. and also people that we as the audience liked. And now it was time for uh, retribution, right? You know, mm-hmm. and they they escalated uh, that fact with ten men as opposed to that him fighting true. one. That's true. So um, even though I don't like when you have one character beating up like a gang of people because it's extremely uh, unrealistic, uh, it works because it's so satisfying mm-hmm. for him to do it mm-hmm. in this movie, right? Um, I, <laughs> real quick, the, the, this uh, one uh, line of dialogue is very important. Because instead of saying his name, uh, he, he's just like, I'm a Chinese man. It's like, and, and, and Mr. cue Yip. the patriotic music, or, you know, like. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, he asks him. Oh, who, that who patriotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love how he, uh, we mentioned this before. I love how Donnie Yen brings that bag of rice to uh, the Master Liu's family and just the puts them on blood. their table with all the blood on the rice bag. Yeah. It's like. Hey, here you go, guys. I hope you have dinner tonight. And knowing them, they're Chinese. They're going to eat that rice. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the bloody rice. It's oh. like he's so socially awkward that he doesn't know how <laughs> sensitive people can be. He's just like, here, you wanted I, rice, right? I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it seem like, oh, well, this is just sort of a evidence that your 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 father died. But in all, all honesty, he he's he like, here's dinner for tonight. Yeah, yeah. He could have took one of the clean bags and been like, I'm so sorry. They didn't offer him like 10 bags. Yeah. Yeah. Including the bloody bag, there were nine plus his yam. He had plenty <laughs> of food. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. Well, he did, he's too good for that. All right? He's which I don't... Take- which we talked about before, Japanese. like, I don't get. He could have distributed that amongst his friends yeah, or knowing, anybody. Knowing the situation of his countrymen, mm-hmm. yeah. it seemed like, right. yeah, I know he, he's very prideful. Like, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't need your food. But in, in, the, in the situation that they're in, I think, realistically, he should have taken it. He just kind of right. distributed it out, at least. Comes know? off kind That's of true. like an idiot, in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, you mentioned the pride. But they actually, in the film, made a point of um, saying that he never lost his honor. 
mm-hmm. not his pride. Okay. So it's like one of those things huh. where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that kind of falls into place here, but that's not what's being shown. Like he's just showing tremendous pride, not honor. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess which is a the fine opposite. Line between Unless honor the translation was off. Uh, I don't know. Like we're listening to this in mute. <laughs> um, right, right, right. So uh, now Donnie ends. Oh, Jesus Christ! I remember calling by his character's name, <laughs> Ip Man, Ip Man, no, Ipman. Yeah, we're just gonna call him by his legal name, Ipman. Uh, he's leaving. He's gonna go back to his family. Um, kind of, I guess, in a way, like kind of abandoning his <laughs> his fighting. Um, his fighting prowess in a way, or like his, his lifestyle as a fighter. Cause now he's just gonna like spend time with his family and try to be, try to lay low. Um, I, right? I, I always get annoyed by scenes like this where, um, and it happens later too, where you have a, you have a person, they come home, they are physically, uh, and visually damaged and no one talks about it like this happens so much not just in in like kung fu movies but in movies in general like i don't know i i feel like if you're with a significant other and you see that they're hurt you're gonna say something you're well, not gonna just sit there in silence unless you're like dating ronda rousey you're like <laughs> like oh you have bruising your eye i wonder where you got that from i mean like i guess it's the same but, kind of principle right yeah but i feel i i still feel like you're gonna you're gonna say something the fact that his wife is silent throughout all this and, and even <laughs> other characters later on in the movie like no one says when um the translator comes home beaten up they just kind of look at him and like look down mm. uh, i don't know maybe maybe it's a cultural thing but <laughs> i think it's just the like character it's a different time. It's the 40s. that they gave her where she's like just gonna be quiet but until you do something wrong then i'm gonna give you a stern look <laughs> but i'm all well, knowing and i i understand everything well this scene kind of establishes that she acknowledges it she's not concerned about it but she acknowledges that he's being the shit out of people yeah. <laughs> i mean she's already knew that she that he's awesome yeah yeah it's like i married you because you're smart i mean you also beat up people and you, you can protect me but y- yeah you're you old. mean she didn't marry him because he was rich oh that's probably why yeah <laughs> So there's a there was a scene a, a while back we missed with um, the translator mm-hmm. um, and uh, Ip Man and him were getting into an argument and he's saying um, you know like you're a traitor you know right. how could you do this to us and that was a and it's just a surprising thing for a side character mm-hmm. how we we kind of get this uh, uh, development mm-hmm. with him because he's like no I'm just doing my job right. you know like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do what i need to do to, sur- to survive and mm-hmm. it makes sense because this is wartime mm-hmm. and so um as an audience member you're yeah i guess i can see what you're saying like you're not sure mm-hmm. where his sides align so yeah. uh, you definitely get a, a, an up and down mm-hmm. with him yeah like, he's a complicated character and i, I really like that about mm-hmm. his um his, his character arc and of course he, he comes off as weak and just uh complacent to whatever is happening around him but yeah. I mean, like... It, I mean, you forget this is war as well. Yeah, like, it is war. Lot, exactly. It, when you watch it you in the movie... You do what you need to. Yeah, you got you really do. Yeah, and like, you're not just taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your family. You it's know? also a little uh, ridiculous when somebody says, like, oh, you're a traitor, but then if you do something that's against, like, the Japanese or do something that they don't like, you're going to be shot in the street. It's like, mm, right. you know, like, you could be saving all of us, you're a traitor, you're doing all of this shit, but it's like... Yeah, but I want to live. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, well, he's not it, looking it, out for himself. He's looking out for his family too. Right. right. So it's, it's like times when Ipman says something like that, you know, about being a traitor, it's kind of like, well, yeah, I think you should think it over before you say that. Like, it's <laughs> right. kind of a, a dick thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so here's story one coming back into 
the main story. Mm-hmm. Uh, now um, Jin's character, uh, Fancy uh, Wong, uh, he's back in the movie. He's uh, he was like the antagonist from the first third. Right. Film, yeah. Yeah. Beating um, up all the kung fu masters of Foshan. Yep. No. So now he comes back. He kind of he. So one thing we didn't establish earlier was that uh, Ip Man's one of Ip Man's closer allies, his friend uh, Simon, played by Simon Yam. Uh, he uh, owns a cotton mill, and or like some he's a he's a businessman. He he's 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 responsible for a lot of trades he's a, he's just a very comp um uh he does a lot of like business basically he, he's he's just a scholar of, of sorts and um now we have uh the antagonist from the first half of the movie he comes into uh and and, and kind of holds hostage all the um all the cargo that simon yam's character has um to sustain his company right. so now we have we're in this move this part of the movie where uh you know um the, the antagonist from the first part is, is just holding all the, f- the, the items hostage. It's kind of like to, with um, when um, local gangs are, are beating up like the, the little bu- businesses. The little businesses yeah. Just extortion. Or, yeah, extortion. Extortion. There yeah. you go. That's, yeah. that's, that's, all, that's all you have to say. I was like, what is the fucking word I want yeah. to say? To, to I was waiting. I was like, just I'm pretty sure they someone help me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, like, yeah, he, he just basically wants money in order to get their, their items back. But, Simon Yam doesn't have any money, mm-hmm. so now uh, we're in this this little pickle of a situation. I'm saying so, pickles well, a little hungry. Of course, Ip Man's gonna save them. You know, yeah, like, yeah, and they they call on Ip Man to come save them, but this is not good timing because by the time they get there, Ip, um, the bad guys leave, and Ip Man kind of has to um, teach the people how to fend for themselves. Um, Oh, I, yeah, I will this, say this is like the weakest part of the story for me. Yeah, like, yeah. This is this is the first this is like half plot of plot C. Yeah, this is technically <laughs> no, no, plot well, C. maybe even D or no. E. You remember, remember what I, I said to you guys? Ip, the Ip Man movies are always two movies, two plots woven into one. Mm-hmm. Now this is the well. This now, isn't the second plot though. This, this is, is the no. first third, plot. This no, is the not. first plot. This no, is not. imagine. No, no, this is no. It's not. I would it, say this, this involves characters from the first plot, but this is like a kind of a now, brand if, new story. If you were to take if you were to take the Japanese uh, the the war out of this element uh, the, the war element out of this movie, and just proceeded from the antagonists losing um, the right to open up a shop in the original. Uh, in uh, Fatsan, and then they go straight to them doing the extortion racket. Uh, it, it's it's the same plot, right? It it just seems like it rather than um, being like I, I here's know. how plot one ends and then here's where plot plot two starts. It's more like uh, it it's connected. They're connected. I, I see what you're saying, but it still it still feels like it's like a brand new story point mm. because of the Japanese getting involved, and then you kind of like okay. So you, it's they were going into business together. Um, that was kind of the idea until the Japanese came, and then you have Jin coming into town fighting the masters. Um, but you can technically split up Ipman's uh, business uh, kind of uh, plans, and you can split that also with Ipman just being a teacher. Mm-hmm. That could be a separate plot as well, right. like. Um, being one of the masters of the city and, yeah. you know, gaining some kind of, uh, gaining students. So yeah. that right there can be considered like three different plots. Yeah. And then when you I have, the, yeah. so depending on like which fork you go into. Um, okay. So you know why this could be 
a third, a third plot. plot is because if you cut this out of the movie, the movie is still yes. Yeah. Well, well, you can I'm, still watch the movie and understand it. Hmm. Well, you need establishment of the of uh, Fan Si Wong or Jin's character in in this scene, right? Because otherwise, you're just like, who's this guy who's just interrogating? Oh, who's who's just uh, um, hassling, harassing the um, uh, the the cotton mill? Like you need to know who that guy is. No, no, yeah, that's fine. We got that in in the first part of the movie. I'm saying like, I don't know this this whole part. It just kind of takes me out of it because it mm-hmm. just feels like we're getting another story. Like this feels like another episode mm-hmm. in the Ip Man story. Like okay. the workers were right. never a pop part of the beginning. Yeah. Um, the the cotton mill never got into the story until the Japanese were involved. Right, right. Really, like truly. Uh, yeah, but imagine, I'm I'm imagining a scenario where the Japanese wasn't a part of this. Like I can I can imagine a, 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 a like some sort of segue from the first half of the movie or first third of the movie into this part of the movie. Well, and I then think, the movie just ending. Well, abruptly. I think the Japanese is a very important part, <laughs> but I. Personally, I didn't really care for. for well, no, no, this, I I will completely agree with you there. Okay. Like this part is probably the weakest element of the movie, but mm-hmm. it I I like I like the fact that yes, he is training these people, mm-hmm. and yes, he like he's he's teaching them to fend for themselves, right. and actually, it there's a really cool payoff I like about this movie. It's it's a small movie detail, but it it shows off like. Yes, you can learn these techniques. You can learn the movement of the patterns. You know, you know how to um, uh, do you know certain the things. You know the yeah. basics, like. But e- even if you master them, but if you don't have any real world applications of this thing, you aren't ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, I, I completely I, I agree love with that. you on that. Yep. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I don't think there's any way. It, it, it's very difficult to shoot one person teaching a like hundreds of people martial arts and then having it work effectively mm-hmm. like it the pacing slowed down for me uh, a lot and uh, it, i i don't want to say it comes across cheesy but i i can't take it so seriously it's kind of like those uh, martial arts schools in china where you have like two thousand students every morning coming in and just <laughs> right. fields and fields right. of people just uh. doing like katas or, or whatever right <laughs> katas. yeah well because yeah. japanese people <laughs> well i like uh well, you guys forget, you know, um, Donnie Yen's character, he, uh, oh man, I already forgot what I was going to say. Shit. You guys, you, you said something about katas and it just made me lose my mind. <laughs> and now we have a scene where, uh, you know, we, we, again, we see how Gordon Lamb's character is like being pressured to find Ip Man who swore a life of not fighting again. But now we get to this point where like now he, he has to kind of rat him out and well, bring I him back out. Well, I think he's trying to protect him. Like he doesn't yeah. want him to come back because he, he knows like he could potentially be killed yeah well i mean now we have a point where like he he has no choice but to go to if man and exactly kind of expose yes. him and endanger his family yeah. uh, like remember what we said before is like the this guy has to do whatever he can even if it's amoral mm-hmm. and it, it makes it makes for a complicated character doesn't make him a bad character no it doesn't at all. Like, yeah, like uh, or uh, i shouldn't have said character no. i mean a, a bad person, person yeah. this is a yeah. I, I, I like, like this a lot. i like yeah. this scene a lot too yeah it's, it's uh, menacing it's it's like it, it it without being overtly um violent violent yeah. exactly at, le- at least yet yeah, he's pointing the gun at his son and making the bang sound yeah and you just you hate him and that's when daffy duck comes out and hits him with a mallet <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the threat of violence is actually more effective than, than the, the violence, violence yes, yes yes yeah mm-hmm. and this right here it's subtle well subtle at, for what it is and you know, like it doesn't go with like him going full rapey on her mm-hmm. but i mean like but you he knew he, he was gonna do something. exactly yeah. something terrible and mm-hmm. you know uh, it, it's good that you know like, he stops him right there you know mm-hmm. like we 
don't want to see something like that. And there's like another confirmation there from uh, the ex-police officer where he actually protects his son for a moment just to make sure like nothing happens to him mm-hmm. and just show that, yes, he is indeed a good guy to yeah. kind of reinforce mm-hmm. of that. Of course. I mean, of course he's got to protect his son. Yeah. And, and it's interesting too because they re- he they soon realize what they've just done. Yeah, you know, yeah. They've beaten up some Japanese soldiers. Yeah. Like yeah, they can't there, will, there will be consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is now um, the point when Ip Man and his family need to go. I think they go into hiding mm-hmm. at his house. Yeah. 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 At, at, well, this is the part where, okay, this is the part where uh, Gordon Lamb's character fully redeems himself. Like he can do so many terrible things up to this point. Like, I also, by the way, I find this cut really awkward. Um, yeah, could, I noticed that too. I thought uh, I I wasn't paying attention. Like yeah. I thought I looked away. Yeah, and there you go. And all of a yeah. sudden, okay, Gordon Lamb goes from stomping on yeah, that yeah. man's leg, and then next minute you see like the next shot, He's he is he is bloodied up, beaten up by another Japanese. Yeah, that's the same guy. That's <laughs> but, him, right? Yeah, yeah. that's it. that is I, him. Yeah. I, because uh, so we're speaking about the uh, second in command, Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the lieutenant, I guess. Lieutenant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, um, so the, it's the general and the colonel. The colonel. colonel okay. Excuse colonel, me. Okay. Yeah. So um, we've never seen him without a hat before. Yeah. So I didn't make the connection. That I believe it's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, but it, yeah, I'm pretty it, sure. It it is. No, if you pay attention, it's the first if, if you pay time very very close attention, look at the way he limps. It's yeah. the same guy because yeah. uh, like remember he was stomping on his legs. Right. It, it's super super subtle. Okay. Like it's, you see the way that he, he's like yeah. he's I, limping a little bit. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they didn't shoot some scenes <laughs> that didn't work. It, it, so it they seems just like had, a really weird. Yeah, it's an abrupt cut and a, yeah, an right. abrupt transition. But the, the great thing about this one scene or this one establishing um, moment is that it it shows that this character now he's willing to give up his life and suffer consequences in order to protect Ip Man. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. that, that shows that now he's willing to go above and beyond in order to like be well, a good person. That's probably just because now there's no turning back, and you have no more options. It's right. uh, like if he if they never did that, they mm-hmm. never assaulted um, the Japanese officers. Right. Then uh, he probably would have st- still been on his path of like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not getting get on involved. I'm not really doing anything. I'm kind of straddling the line. Right. But now no options left. Like okay, fuck it. We just have to do this. <laughs> Which is, yeah. So the, <laughs> just before, that's what I was saying. Like, uh, I, it looks like his mom or his sister is like, hey, what happened to your face? He's like, don't worry about it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if my if one of my family members came home, like, all beaten and bloodied like him, like, I don't think I would just yeah. let, let uh, don't worry about it slide. They'd, like, break down the door trying to ask you questions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. What happened to your face? This is how I always look, Mom. Stop. <laughs> They're like, okay, let's eat dinner. <laughs> I, was, I was giving very violent blowjobs, okay? <laughs> what? <laughs> Go straight in the eye. <laughs> um, man, this is a good time for us to talk. Go back to talk my original. No, no, no more talk about blowjobs. Uh, I'm, I'm traumatized enough. Good time to go back to talk about. A <laughs> uh, good time to talk. Go back to talk about the exploitation craze that happened around oh, this time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, a little bit of history. Uh, Leong. Oh. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! Wrong, wrong guy. Oh my God. Uh, 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 Wong Kar Wai, uh, as you guys may know, um, mm-hmm. uh, he was responsible for making a movie called The Grandmaster, as we were mentioning before, and that movie came out uh, a little bit after, uh, a little bit after Ip Man, but it was in production hell. It was, okay, it was, it was twenty thirteen, so it was five years after this movie came mm-hmm. out, but he had the title for Grandmaster Ip Man for right. the longest time. 
Um, and it was it was really funny because like this movie was supposed to be called Grandmaster Ip Man or something along right, those lines, right. and they, they they disputed over that for a little bit, and they were they were like, well, we are the real Ip Man movie. No, we're the real Ip Man but movie. But they had like a prior agreement going mm-hmm. in filming uh, Donnie Yen's Ip Man because they actually like he worked on this one, right? And right. then, but they had this like previous agreement, like okay, we're both doing Ip Man mm-hmm. movies. Another thing to mention. Oh, yeah. uh, another thing to mention. Um, do you know that there was a studio that actually closed down that was supposed to be producing Ip Man, this Ip Man movie, but uh, also f- starring Donnie Yen. But oh, it was like nineteen ninety seven, like really little, early. early. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about like the original, original. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there was supposed to be. A, it, it was a studio that closed down while Donnie Yen was. Uh, oh, by the way, this is this scene right here. As I was saying before, you know, like. We said that like these these people they learn how to fight, but not really. They haven't learned it practically. Par- like they have Paragon Films. Paragon Films. Uh, the Paragon Studios uh, closed down, and they weren't able to produce uh, the the film that they wanted. And Stephen Chow was actually rumored to be to have played uh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Yeah. I find that really weird. Uh, but it would probably be a dream come true for Stephen Chow because I'm sure that's all he ever wanted to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so we'll come back to this again, but now we're in the, um, the cotton mill fight. Uh, like I said before, it's awesome. That's, uh, so so basically what happened is, you know, uh, we get to see all the factory workers try to use, uh, Wing Chun, Mm -hmm. uh, against these bandits who are threatening him. And like you said, like just because you learn moves doesn't mean, Mm -hmm. Uh, you can use it in the real world. Right. And you get to see some really great moments where people are trying to use it and then completely abandon it and just start flailing Yeah, yeah, arms you, because you, you're not you, ready for it. Yeah, you, and you, you're just defending, so you're you're going to what you know mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. It, they. Um, I mean, that's, that's good that we established earlier. And this is me definitely going, reading into the movie way too much, but uh, all those shots before of Ip Man uh, training on the wooden dummy showed that like he conditioned his body in order to take blows in order to block and everything like these people they've just been shadow boxing this entire time they don't know what it's like to block a real punch or a real right. kick you know like for them to do it for the first time like it hurts so like you, you see you saw it in an earlier uh, scene where um simon yam's son or simon yam's character's son blocks a uh blocks a couple hits and he's just shaking his hands Jackie Chan style. Yeah, because like, he's ah, like, ow, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I, I, I like that. I like yeah. s- small little detail. Oh, yeah. I love that right there. You saw how Donnie Yen just kind of pushed the guy, and he just flew a little, like, he flew, <laughs> like, across the factory. <laughs> It'd be funny if, like, that was the only take they could use. <laughs> and they're like, fuck, we got to use it. <laughs> he's, he was supposed to be, like, a, a more impactful punch, and he yeah. just... He has to fly because of that. <laughs> to go with your comment about uh, them not knowing, you know, what resistance really feels like mm-hmm. when learning how to fight. Right. Uh, that's exactly why, like, a lot of martial artists mm-hmm. use, like, punching bags and things like right. that. Because yeah, you need not something. only are you hitting something that is hard, but it's something that's going to recoil and come right, back right. at you. Mm-hmm. And you have to have something like that mm-hmm. uh, with um, some kind of uh, momentum mm-hmm. coming back at you. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, sparring doesn't do anything right. unless you're going full, full force. Out. Yeah. yeah, and like that's not sparring; that's just fighting. Yeah. Um, well, a couple of notes uh, to make here about this scene right here. Uh, we get the sh- this is a good excuse for us to show off a real world uh, Wing Chun style of uh, weapons fighting. Uh, this is a bow staff that they use in real Wing, wing Chun. Uh, I'm, I'm. It's a really 
poor excuse in order to get him get Donnie Yen's character on the hands on a, a real uh, an actual like staff like that because uh, you know like what in what world does that staff actually exist? But you know, hey, he he got it. Hey, it was hanging up some sheets. Some okay. sheets. Yeah. Like it's, why it's, aren't it's there? Why stick. is that the only laundry stick in the entire entire factory? Why aren't because there more? Because he was standing underneath it. That's it's just why. the one. Because <laughs> movie convenience. Right, but it, it's good because uh, uh, it shows uh, how. Uh, how much range it can cover and how fast the, the that weapon can be, and now we have Donnie Yen cornering. Uh, man, what was this character's name? I just, I Donnie Yen's? No, 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 this this Weasley character. Oh, the, the kid or the kid? Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the younger, kite, kite the younger brother. Kite boy. Kite boy. Kite boy. <laughs> Not to be confused with Kite Man. Yeah. So I'm a little disappointed, uh, actually, how this turns out because all the all the side characters kind of have a, a small character arc or they have a character development and the main antagonist doesn't he's right. just bad guy throughout main antagonist has in the uh, i'm so i'm sorry um the um, first story the, the first story main antagonist, antagonist. Yeah. yeah he does give Northern a, China he does, guy. yeah he does give a speech in the beginning like hey like you know like we're fighting for food too mm-hmm. you know we're hungry too and mm-hmm. i wish they kind of elaborate on that more mm-hmm. because it could have helped for us to sympathize with him well that's what the sequel's for and well, it's not it's not but, done well but, but it's not about the, the sequel, sequel. yeah if but they, like right. seen, of course of it course. should have been done in this to movie. show their struggle while the japanese invasion just something for like 30 seconds oh, yeah. to yeah. show maybe like, that would have been more helpful yeah like, yeah it would have been so much better mm-hmm. yeah yeah like maybe because so in the, in the when we first meet them uh, again you know they're um they just whole, come out of nowhere they come out of the woods but yeah. maybe if they showed a scene where they failed to like attack japanese and mm-hmm. shows them that they're raid hungry. like food stores or something yeah, yeah maybe yeah. that might would have helped for us to sympathize because yeah. otherwise he's just kind of a dick and yeah I, no I he is he's, he's the dick character he's like a bully you know mm-hmm. like that's what, what his character arc really is mm-hmm. oh this is uh, the best part of yeah, it and it's, weird. <laughs> and it's weird because i don't like this guy at all but i think in terms of how they wrote him like you can't help but feel bad because you do like his brother, yeah, and then we get this. I mean, nice like who, who can't who can't sympathize, empathize with a character like this? I mean, he's like, oh, you, you, everyone has a brother who or sibling who or unless you're a lonely child, uh, yeah. who you know, like, you, you, mean, you have exceptions. A yeah, you guys are losers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like it, it's uh, obviously you feel bad for him, and he, yeah, of course he he chose the wrong path when it comes to um, what he wants to do um, during this time of need mm-hmm. but he's uh you know he, he's he's still human and he's still he should have been better to his brother and everything but zero like you mentioned that that scene right there with the it cuts from him like not crying and then all of a sudden he's, he's just full, full, full of tears, snot and yeah. tears. <laughs> someone oh, just man. threw a pole and spring in his face yeah. <laughs> or whatever chinese yeah yeah like, i was thinking i was trying to see like wait what's a chinese <laughs> they don't have pole and spring over there it's like it's the, Mount, the true taste of Maine is like, what's Maine? <laughs> Mainland China? Han water. <laughs> Han water. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes from the more, north, Mongolian water. Um, all right, so now we have this part where, um, yeah, Donnie Yen. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm never going to say it, man. Just say it, Donnie Yen. <laughs> Donnie Yen is saying goodbye to his, his family because, you know, he knows for a fact that um, this is probably going to be the last time he's going to see them because uh, Gordon Lamb's character, he knows, uh, he, he just told Donnie Yen that the Japanese know who they are. Or, or the, the, I'm sorry, that the Japanese are invading the cotton mill um, to get information about 
Ip Man's whereabouts. And they're so, probably going to kill everybody in order to do that. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Ip Man being the hero of the movie, he's so heroic. He's so crazy heroic that he's Jesus gonna, is envious. He's going to turn himself in. Yes, much, yeah. exactly. So, you know, this is uh, this is the... Basically, we're getting towards the end of the movie where now Ip Man is going to be... Um, he's kind of consigning to his fate. He's going to just do um, whatever heroic deed he heroic deeds that he needs to do in order to uh, protect his people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. See, like, it, I, I feel like this whole cotton factory side story is unnecessary because mm-hmm. they could have they could have just went up to his house and got him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, personally. I, I mean, just, like, how I would they find him. out where he is, though? Huh? How would they find out? Because right. of the translator. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. The translator. Yeah. translator. Or just because they would have killed the translator. You would have just, like just beat him up again, yeah. and then they would have eventually got it out Well, that would have made the translator an asshole again, because now mm-hmm. he would have been, like, No, but back, they could have done anybody. Anybody would have given him up because your family would have been killed immediately if you didn't give the proper information. You made example of a couple of families, and then somebody would give it up. Well, in this scenario, he comes out with his dignity you know mm-hmm. so like he the, it's not up to Unrealist. an interpreter well, so this it's is, not up to an interpreter this is this is us just like uh inflating the legend of yeah. man right now like exactly. look what he did like, yeah you know they were gonna kill everyone in this factory he came and he turned himself in right, right. for us right. and it, and it's fine you know like you have to do stuff like mm-hmm. this right. in movies but uh personally i i just felt like this was a third just like an additional story yeah. that could have been uh written differently mm-hmm Right. So now the general is um, forcing or giving that uh, Ip Man the ultimatum. Right. He's like, either you join us and teach us, uh, teach Japanese and all the kung fu that you know, right. or teach us all the kung fu, <laughs> uh, or, 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 or you just die. die. <laughs> Basically, yeah. we'll kill everyone uh, around here, yeah. and, and you're, you're yourself included. So and yeah, which I'll, I which I kind of have a problem with because he basically refuses. But the re- the problem I have with this is because early on in the film we still have that um, uh, we're told about his honor and mm-hmm. things like well he that. does the honor honorable thing right. right he he says I refuse to train you Japanese because you guys are right. going to use it for the wrong reasons right right. right. So so my, my problem is more, though, that you know, while they're showing this here, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it comes off more as prideful than anything else. Right. There's a, and, there's and that's a, there's a fine line between the two. Yeah. Th- there is. There is. But the way it's shot and the way it's explained um, or just shown here, mm-hmm. um, it comes off, I think, more as prideful than anything. And, and mostly because um, other examples beforehand in the film there were very similar situations mm-hmm. where it was shown as more prideful right. and that's why but there is a significant difference between the mm-hmm. two right well uh now they have uh Ip Man captured i was gonna say donnie again uh <laughs> now they have Ip Man captured and um they're gonna have some sort of Ip Man said that the only way that we'll have some sort of uh, i will even consider fighting for you guys is if you fight me one-on-one uh, you being the general, so there's they're gonna be have they're gonna have some sort of public um, uh, fighting tournament to show off the um, show off Wing Chun versus I guess karate I guess right. Mm-hmm. So, Let's just say Shotokan. I don't know. I, I don't know something. something. <laughs> you know, I, I really don't know what um, Miura's uh, fighting style is mimicked after, especially since Sammo Hung was the one who choreographed it. So it could be really anything, really. It looks 
Karate. It was karate, say, it but you know, it's Sammo Hung who, who I actually wasn't paying attention at all mm-hmm. to the Japanese style. Mm-hmm. I was actually right. focusing on all the other ones, <laughs> which I probably right. should have done. Yeah, but it's it's fine because uh, now like if man's in custody, he's gonna be wait, awaiting his fate. You know, and now it's, I find this scene kind of humorous. Because we have the general going up to Ip Man uh, personally, without the interpreter, without Gordon yeah. Lamb's character. And now he's handing him food. How are they communicating? Yeah. Is the question. Th- this is one of those cases where... It's Star Trekian. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, 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 this, this happens a lot. It's Nerd. Like, it's uh, two characters who can't speak the same language. But there's subtitles, so <laughs> you just have to say, like, well, the audience understands, so that's, that's all, all that matters. matters. Yeah, <laughs> it, I would have liked if, like, this guy was, like, put his hands to his mouth, like, eat, eat, <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, this means death in, re- <laughs> in my language. <laughs> or, like, uh, in junior high school and high school when they used to go like this, oh, if yes. you looked yeah. at it, yeah. you know? I know you listeners can't yeah, yeah, hear yeah. us, but I'm sure you know exactly what we're talking about. And then you get like punched in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I, I guess it's since... a shame too because the food actually looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it. much food. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you giving him so much food? He probably can't eat all of it. Honestly, if if the general really wanted to win, he would just starve him for four days and then fight him. <laughs> That's the best best way to win. But there's a code of honor, I think, that he, he kind of. I was, uh, I was gonna yeah. say the the general, uh, as opposed to his like his lackey, his lackey mm-hmm. it seems to have like a little bit of honor. He, right. I wouldn't him. even say a little. Like he legitimately has he's, he's, a cert, uh, yeah. moral conduct that he follows. I mean, right. he's still right. villainous as hell, but I mean, oh, yeah, he's still he has, he's an honorable person, and yeah. I, mm-hmm. we wouldn't take that away from him. He's not like a a coward anyways mm-hmm. uh, i like the kidnapping <laughs> oh yeah that's right so simon yam uh simon yam's character being the best friend of Ip man um he he stows away um his wife his wife his family and tries to escape to hong kong and now we have this public ex- exhibition and before we we get to this really really quickly i really want to talk about the ex- exploitation movies because i feel like we just keep losing our track of that you're talking about Ip Man, like exploitation? just all the Ip, Ip man movies that came out after um before uh, i'm sorry not before but after this movie uh they're just they're just all terrible besides like it's somehow i wouldn't even say that all the Ip man movies are good you know it's like I, I honestly think this is the only one where i think it's closer to you know like as good as it can get mm-hmm. um with the other movies being varying in quality but the other hitman movies are just awful uh i can't really speak to that because i haven't seen uh, will that. has the legal right to change his mind once he watches his watches the movies again <laughs> oh geez i don't know I've, I've seen the grandmaster i thought that movie was just laden with too much um superficial drama um and the action was not good enough to Merit as a, but I'm just saying, like, like it, I'm not to go off tangent or anything like that. But like, even though uh, Wong Kar Wai was part of that production, like, I, I, I'm glad that this movie is considered the official Ip Man, Ip Man movie, if anything. Because I, well, it's the only official one because right. it has the blessing mm-hmm. of, of the, the family, family. right? Yeah. And, but then even the sequels don't necessarily have mm-hmm. that. Oh, right. You're right about that. I never thought about that. Because, so technically only this movie, so anything that follows also is, I guess, like, I don't want to say, like, bullshit, but, like, by your standard, what you're saying, yeah. like, they would be involved in that category that's as true. bullshit. That is very, very true. I didn't even, I didn't even consider it like that. But, yeah, that, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Um, right. So, I mean, going back to that legal battle that they had with uh, uh, the Grandmaster, mm-hmm. not, 
the Grandmaster be eventually became titled the Grandmaster, but mm-hmm. this movie was supposed to be gra- titled the Grandmaster Ip Man, but it just went with Ip Man, which I think is great. Yeah, that's fine. But but yeah. the only problem I have with it as a Chinese speaker is why on earth is is it called Ip Man? Because we don't call it Ip Man in in Chinese. Uh, this is a Cantonese speaking movie. The we call him Yip Man, so it should be Yip Man. But I guess English speakers don't want to say Yip Man. Well, like, hey, I did mean, you see Yip Man? Yip well, Man. Well, it's about the spelling. <laughs> you missed my pun. I did. I you did. missed my well, pun. You want to repeat it to make it funnier? Yes, because <laughs> jokes are funnier the second time around. <laughs> that was the most. <laughs> I always. <laughs> so uh, we just watched. The uh, general the... just rose from, from his uh, Seiza position, <laughs> just completely <laughs> on the balls of his feet, basically. He was. He was well, in he his past lifetime, he was a ballerina. Yeah, not even the balls of his feet. All right, so. Yeah, I don't know how to We're on the it. final fight of the movie. It's. Uh, oh my God, it was yeah, General Miura. It was magical. <laughs> Miura is now going against against Ip Man is a in a public display of uh, different fighting styles, mm-hmm. um, right? And he just got up in the most epic way possible, mm-hmm. throwing a lot of yeah. I guess you would call this karate because it's yeah, very it, emblematic of that. Well, kind of the style. stance is is very chest forward, right? With a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. Uh, it, it, of, like of, their uh, his default stance, his uh, his starting stance is very. Um, uh, similar to that style, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh yeah, and one thing I mentioned is if man is was given some sort of uh, option, it's like either you lose this fight, uh, you throw the fight intentionally in order to uh, and uh, in order to make the Japanese look good and to save your 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 family and your own life, right. or you can win the fight. Uh, I'm sorry, if you if you were to win the fight, then you're you're gonna be publicly executed yeah. in front of everyone. Um, so he's kind of given like a tough choice, but obviously Ip Man being Ip Man and being the perfect person that he is, he decides to fight for his country and prove to the Chinese that he's perfect or I mean, not that he's perfect, but the Chinese are rebellious and, but also that he's perfect. Now, this is one thing I really hate in this fight. It's not the greatest fight, but As he's falling down and he, yes, he, he doesn't, he doesn't even hit the ground. He what does would you this. call it? I, you know, like magic a, in 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 gymnastics, we call that a kip up when you fall from your your back, um, where you go from your back onto your legs. But he does some sort of um, uh, like ju- break dance does- move, and that's it's not practical at all for Wing Chun practitioner to use at all. It's not a real move. It's it's just wire it's foo. It's like <laughs> I'm falling, but now I'm gonna slap the yeah. floor, and it's right. gonna propel me yeah. upward. Right, you against need that fall. how much. How much back strength do you need? Visually, yeah, it just looks visually interesting. So yeah. I think that's why they decided. Yeah. To right, but like I that. honestly wish that they just didn't implement that at all because it doesn't seem very Wing Chun-y. Oh, Zero, you were mentioning something about this about this back and forth between the uh, real life beatdown of the dummy. Yeah, d- uh, yeah Donnie I wasn't too crazy about it. I I get what they're I get what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. You so know, like, yeah, Donnie. It's like, hey, he knows Wing Chun. Let's show that. Him using it in the real world application and right, cutting right. back to him right. using the uh, the mm-hmm. wooden dummy. Right, I, it, I, it's fine. I, I wish <laughs> I, I think there would have been a nicer way to to do that. Yeah. Every time Don Ian does a face like that, I think he's smiling. But then I realize he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the same thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you so happy, dude? <laughs> so this is, uh, this is. I don't want to say it's my least favorite fight. I think. Um, 
Well, we you saw know, some really good fights earlier yeah, in the movie. This, this is, is probably not, one of the weaker ones, uh, out of, but it, out not of, a bad way. Out of context, I think this fight is fine, but I think in context of the movie, mm-hmm. this fight is a little disappointing because it's just like, oh, well, he defeats him again, and he defeats him very easily, too. Right. There is no indication that he was, he could have possibly lost. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, unfortunately, the only dire outcome is that if he decides to... Uh, win he's gonna get shot right and he does and he yeah and you're gonna see he does but i don't know like there's right no now yeah there's no build up right now he's just invincible and mm-hmm. he's he's infallible and there's no wrong to him mm-hmm. so it's 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 a hard character to like but i i mean donnie yen he's he mm-hmm. definitely does right. it well he sells it right right but I, I, I but i just i don't like when characters they're just perfect mm-hmm. all the way yeah through. yeah like if man's character is in- in all the movies, never really have a character arc to them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with the exception of the third one, maybe? Maybe? Well, you can argue that he kind of has one a little bit, but it's not strong enough to show that he's a character that has much of an arc. He has a little bit of one. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, in the beginning, he's he's just... Uh, I, I would say like it's more like his circumstances around him are more of the the changing factors but him as a character remains the same he's still the humble guy yeah you know um so I, in terms of character arc I, I guess it's uh he doesn't change in that regard and the, and then this part where uh, sato the <laughs> caricature of a J- japanese soldier <laughs> in world war ii um the yellow face <laughs> yeah um shoots ipman and everybody's just these, shocked and then all this part yeah <laughs> and yeah, they yeah. zoom on they're so awkward because they, they move like what three inches yeah to get the kids face like, it's in. like a, it's like oh it's a crash gosh. zoom but only three like three inches they yeah. should have just done a wider close-up yeah. and that, just got that would have been fine right yeah. right the three right. of them in one shot it it's a waste fine. in my mm-hmm. opinion and i thought mm-hmm. i think it actually takes away from mm-hmm. the drama <laughs> well, the the one close up of the wife, sure. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, cut to the other guy. Okay. Then when yeah. to the when it went to the third with the child, I laughed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, to be honest, I did. Would the kid at his age really understand what's happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, from a realistic point of view, well, I mean, probably like, not. No, I mean, well, I don't know. Like you, you I see your probably. your, your see parent getting shot. It's like you probably would uh, like. Yeah, but the, but the face that. that he was making was more as if like, like what? an expression of an adult. That Someone would ate my my rice ball. Oh no, <laughs> that that kind yeah. of face, right? Yeah, yeah. So we got we got the conclusion of the Japanese colonel yeah. finally getting shot mm-hmm. with his own gun. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I um, guess that's the end and that's of the, where the uh, police officer character. redeems himself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's, that's his like really, ultimate redemption. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because it, it, realistically, they don't show the outcome of that, but mm-hmm. he probably got shot up. Oh, yeah. probably. If you, if, you, yeah. if you were to really think about it, because he's up there with the other Japanese right. soldiers. Remember, like, because they would go to the one the general first, and then he's in that way. So they've been like, all right, clear the field. Bang bang! Like right. everybody up there. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. I I oh, I can't believe we're at the end of the movie because mm-hmm. the movie I wouldn't say it cuts abruptly, but it, it kind I of. Would, I'd say very abruptly. <laughs> it, it's not. It's not the most. Have you seen older kung fu movies? They all yeah. end abruptly. Uh, but this one, and it, it yeah, but they have just shitty cuts to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this movie ends with hey, here are some sliders, uh, slide cards to show you to explain what happened to him afterwards. He goes to Hong Kong. He, uh, the Japanese surrendered in the war, and and now he he trained Bruce Lee. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah okay, that's really, how you wrap it, up your movie. Uh, it seems a little anticlimactic, but you know, uh, like, I wouldn't even say it's sequel baiting because 
maybe it's, it's not it's it, not it, it yeah. just feels abrupt right it's right way too abrupt he gets shot like who who really expected him to be like, oh he actually died from that gunshot wound like no yeah you know he, he's not he trained bruce lee <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean they could have uh, thought you know behind the scenes like oh maybe we'll make a sequel maybe not mm-hmm. but until like the numbers came out as far as the box office mm-hmm. is concerned they weren't like yeah we're definitely making one mm-hmm. and then when they saw the numbers they're like holy shit we're definitely <laughs> making like four more yeah because then two and three came out rapid oh, after yeah. that right mm-hmm. so you yeah. know like there was a bigger gap between one and two but then as soon as they made two three came out and it was like mm-hmm. okay like right. we were riding this all the way <laughs> um Right, so that's basically it, man, in terms of the actual movie itself. Um, I will say, yeah, that's it, man. I, I can't <laughs> believe this movie is uh, over 10 years old. I, I think the anniversary was in November of last year or something like that. Mm. Or, like, or late last year, but uh, I can't believe it. It's, uh, I remember watching this in college, and um, yeah, like it, it kind of blew me away. Because I, I, I really I really like martial arts movies my entire life, but this is where one... One example where I was very happy with the drama, and and I, I obviously attribute a lot of that to Wilson Yip's direction. I, I like him as a director. I like him. Um, maybe I can give a lot more credit to Edmund Wong uh, for his uh, screenplay, maybe. But um, Edmund Wong, I'm sorry. So, but I will say, you know, like, I, I like this movie a lot because um, one thing about martial arts movies because I I don't want to alienate people who aren't into martial arts movies specifically but i think that this movie works very well as a drama uh, like if you take all the fighting out of it it's it works in terms of um uh all the conflict that the, the characters go through all the struggles that they have to deal with and, and it's it's something that i really appreciate as uh as a movie in general i i think this movie just works all in all like and it still holds up today um, much better than the sequels. I think the sequels kind of go way too out there. It's like, hey, let's have uh, Mike Tyson uh, talking in Chinese. Thangwasisan. Or some stu- stupid shit like that. He's going to listen to this and beat your ass. Oh, my God. He- <laughs> <laughs> He's going to send a pigeon and a ghost to my house. <laughs> Best thing ever. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Maybe I'm, I'm inflating this movie a little too much. Hmm. I think, uh, from a martial arts perspective, um, the action, the kung fu involved, I would say it's a good movie, for sure. Um, I think I enjoy the martial arts more than I enjoy the drama aspect of this film. I think the drama it, it's, has potential to be a great drama, but it's not there. Um, and even if they switched a couple of things around, yeah, it would have made it better, but it still wouldn't have made it a great drama. Um, I mean it's yeah Kung Fu was the best part of this for sure okay yeah Yeah, the action definitely is I mean like I'm not arguing I I think we both agree that the action's pretty good when it when it is yeah Yeah. zero yeah no um, uh, I feel like I'm probably in in the middle of what you got uh, what you both think Um, yeah the martial arts very good in a lot of the scenes uh I'm usually not a fan of uh, Sammo Hung's uh, choreography. Really? Yeah, it's it's, I th- I think it uh, varies on mm-hmm. movies for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this a lot. There's only a few moments where there's 
really obvious wire foo mm-hmm. and where it's a little silly mm-hmm. like when people are are floating a little too much yeah but it's edited really well to to uh detract from that um i think uh the drama works in favor of this movie because there are scenes where the drama helps uh the fights a lot because you're rooting for the character you're not just like um, you d- you don't just want to see him fight and beat people up. Yeah. He he has uh, he has character motivation. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a recommendation. I haven't seen this since I first watched it in two thousand eight, but um, yeah, it's very good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Likewise, recommended yeah, for sure.